Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ivelisse, a.k.a. La Sicaria, a.k.a. the baddest bitch in the building from Lucha Underground, and you're listening to the Oversell Wrestling Podcast. It is episode 75, and we are talking WWE TLC. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I am Mike. And we are here to talk some professional wrestling. Hope you're getting through the week okay. Be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. And check out OversellPodcast.com and check out the Amazon link right underneath the main player. It is time to get the Christmas. 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 I sound like Clark Grithwald after trying to find the perfect Grithwald family Christmas tree. There's a nip in the air. <laughs> Can I pull something out for you? <laughs> 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 All right, quick Christmas vacation there. But uh, oversellpodcast.com, you can go there, click on the Amazon link, and order National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation from Amazon, and it'll be delivered right to your doorstep. There's no extra fees, hidden fees, or anything like that. It's just you shopping on Amazon like you're already doing, and you're helping out this podcast. And everybody shops online now. Yeah. No, nobody goes to stores anymore unless That's you're at Wolf Chase, which is right over there. Yeah, and even then, I don't go to Wolf Chase. I just shop online. I, I'm one of those guys that still goes on Christmas Eve. Oh, I do all my geez. shopping on Christmas Eve. Okay, well, we do have that in common, I guess. Uh, WWE TLC this was this past week, uh, SmackDown pay-per-view, and it opened up with a big surprise, I thought. I mean, I, we don't have to go through that pre-card show match with like every <laughs> SmackDown tag team. <laughs> the Ascension. <laughs> we, we got it out of the way. It, yeah, it's, it's been done. on this show It's now. done. It's done. <laughs> um, but we got new tag team champions, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, and Luke. Luke I almost said Luke Cage. Luke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of that it. That would be awesome. Luke, <laughs> Luke Harper. Already your new tag team champions, and I've heard they are going to defend it via the Freebird rule, just like normal. Or like they should be. Yeah, like they should be. Uh, and they went over the he- uh, Heath Slater and Rhino. So um, what do you think about Rhino with his uh, mutton chops there? It's fitting for him. But, I mean, you know, as for the match, we knew that was going to happen. I mean, once we knew that the Wyatts were going to, you know, go for the titles, yeah. we knew they were going to win them. Yeah. And actually, that's what, Bray Wyatt's first title? Yes. And it, it's a huge moment. It's a long time. I know, and uh, you know it's gonna hopefully it just it does he, nothing happens, but he goes up from there. You would hope so. I mean, this could be the stepping stone for you know you know eventually maybe getting the IC belt, and from that or just getting some Cup. sort of singles belt. And it's he, go- he deserves so much more than what he's been given. Yes, yeah, I I completely agree. He's been one of the most consistent characters they've had on the show. He's the only really true over character. Um. And I'm really happy that they won it. And Randy Orton, it's very interesting and intriguing because apparently after SmackDown went off the air last night, RKO faked like he was going to give Luke Harper a RKO, or Randy Orton right, faked right. he was going to give an RKO to Luke Harper. And, you know, hopefully they're not going to start teasing a breakup yet because I think I actually like Randy Orton in this spot. Oh, yeah. And nobody, you know, going into the feud of him and Bray Wyatt, 
you know, thought it was going to last a few months and, you know, right. Never thought that he would join the Wyatt family, but for some reason it's fitting. It works. Yeah, it works. Uh, next match. What, what, what I have Nikki Bella defeating Carmella in eight minutes. You know, that tag match is only five minutes long. Crazy. It, it, it kind of should be. I mean, they should be dominant. It's yeah. the Wyatt family. Yeah, I agree. And especially, you know, with Randy Orton in the mix. I mean, you know, the veteran, you know, the used to be the legend killer, you know. The python, the viper, the. <clears throat> yeah, any kind of snake other the, than rattlesnake. Yeah. Because that one's already taken. And bionic redneck. <clears throat> exactly. Um, Nikki Bella defeated Carmella in a no disqualifications match in eight minutes. <laughs> My main problem with this match, well, there's two. Two problems with this match. It's a no DQ match, but they had countouts. Huh. Because they started counting them out, and then JBL even chimed in. He was like, well, they said it's going to be, you know, you, you can have countouts in this match. It has to end in the ring. So that was Vince yelling in his ear, cover for him. Yeah. Cover for Michael. <laughs> exactly. Overall, though, you know, it's. But then the ending of it was retarded. What what happened in the ending? She, <laughs> they get out the uh, the fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. And Nikki Bella like uses like the whole fucking fire extinguisher on Carmella, okay. okay, and then gives her the finishing move, and that's it. Okay, but the whole fire extinguisher thing lasted way too long, and it shouldn't have been that effective. I mean, if it was a quick like blast in the face and then roll up or something, yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, she just sprayed her huh. repeatedly while she was laying on the mat. Okay, all right. Uh, next match. Let's see what I have was. The Miz with Maurice defeating Dolph Ziggler. That was a good match. Yeah. That, that was a good, good ladder match. What were your, some of your favorite spots in it? Uh, It was a simple one. I mean, it, it didn't look that devastating, but when he when Miz got uh, Ziggler and did the uh, – I can't think of what it's called, but basically had him in the power bomb position, bounced him off the top rope, and then powerbombed him onto the ladder that was already set up. Devastating. <clears throat> and, I mean, just because of the height, you know, bouncing off the top rope and then landing on the ladder that's on the second ropes, I mean, it wasn't, like, a huge impact or anything, but it, it looked good. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, that's a feud that's gone on for a long time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of ready for The Miz to move on to a different feud. Well, they were saying that that was that was going to be the, the bl- final time the that they yeah. I mean, like even the announcers were like, "This is the final time that you know Dolph and Miz are going to wrestle for the title." So I guess we're not going to see the Spirit Squad anything anymore. No, oh, they're well. they're done and gone. Oh again. well. Let's see. After that, we had uh, Baron Corbin defeating Kalisto in a chairs match. <clears throat> chairs matches are dumb. Yeah. Yeah. But the end of days is such a damn cool move. Yeah, I love I love Baron Corbin's finishers, man. The end of days and the deep six. Yeah, that just the deep six just looks like it'd be a hell of a ride for me. <laughs> ah, wee! But yeah, I mean, it was just the chairs match is dumb. Yeah, I mean, it's like yeah, it, it's a hardcore match, but you can only use chairs. Yeah. Why so what, what would happen if you ring? got the ring bell? I mean, would they disqualify him? I don't. I mean, that's what you would think. You know, because they're like, well, chairs are legal, but, you know, if he gets a ladder out or a table or something, I mean, does he get disqualified? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Just make it a no DQ match. Yeah. Uh, Finally, or next, we had Becky Lynch defeated by Alexa Bliss for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Loved it. 
I mean, I'm a huge Becky fan, but Alexa Bliss has been killing it ever since she came up. Oh, dude, yeah, she is probably one of the best things on best women on SmackDown. She's next to Becky Lynch, great on the mic, and you know she she holds her own in the ring. Mm-hmm. And I, I am a fan of the Five Feet of Fury. Yeah, the uh, match ended with uh, uh, grabbed Becky and performed a powerbomb through the table to win the title. Yeah, I mean that's a hell of a spot. Yeah, and I, I loved how it happened. It was, you know. Becky taking advantage of the situation. I mean, just the placement of where Becky was, uh, mm-hmm. or Alexa taking, uh, but just she was standing up on the on the apron. She, you know, Bliss turned her around, got under her, and power bombed her through the table. I mean, it was a quick ending, and like I said, she just took advantage of of the situation at the time. It wasn't a big build up for it. It was just, oh hey. I have a chance. You know, and a match should end at any time. Yeah. You you never should know when the ending of a match is going to come. I mean, and it's fun watching, you know, the back and forth false finishes and all, but, you know, sometimes when it just comes out of nowhere, I mean, that's Especially that's after a 15-minute match, too, for yeah. a woman. For yeah. women, that's awesome. And then finally, in the main event, AJ Styles defeated Dean Ambrose, but with the help from James Ellsworth. I mean, that's that's shocking in itself, and people are wondering if James Ellsworth is turning heel or you know something like that but he's really just being an opportunistic guy i don't know if it's necessarily a heel turn because he thinks he has aj's number because he's beaten him so many times and he's going to get a title shot and he'd rather face aj than dean right but you know it's uh it's it's crazy the springboard 450 splash onto a table that looked insane And they said that might be where AJ hurt his ankle. Really? Because he is, you know, slightly injured right now. That's why they didn't have the match on SmackDown last night. Mm-hmm. But they said it's not major or anything. They were just kind of giving him a couple days to to not be on it. But then he also had the the rip in the. In his, yeah, I wasn't going to try to bring. You know, it sucks <laughs> that a great match was kind of overshadowed by a tear in the hole in the pants, yeah. but. And you hear one guy in the crowd yell out, you know, AJ, stop mooning us. <laughs> Did you see his response to it was great. He's like, I want you everyone to know that you were very close to seeing my butthole. Yeah. He actually <laughs> said the word butthole. Yeah. <laughs> butthole. Butthole. But something something uh, that happens in matches now a lot that I remember seeing it in the uh, the tag match that bugs the shit out of me now. Okay. When wrestlers you know normally they'll run the ropes bounce off the ropes get some speed up and then do a big move right i hate it when they run the the turnbuckle yeah they oh, run okay. into the turnbuckle bounce off of it and then hit the other one that's like a yeah daniel bryan's kind of started that trend didn't he yeah it, like, se- or it seems like it at least bray wyatt's done it you know uh cesaro does it now it's just ridiculous, you know, because if you throw somebody into the turnbuckle, it hurts. Yeah. So why would you throw yourself into it, and that gives you momentum? That's a good point. That's a good point. It just bugs the shit out of me. Huh. Because more and more people do it now. Yeah, back in the day, like, Lawler and them, you know, they never would have just used no. the turnbuckle other than a we- as a weapon. Yeah. Not as a something that, because you really don't gain any momentum off of it. No, so it stops you. Yeah, it's kind of silly. Huh. You know, I... I'm glad someone else said it because I always thought I was crazy for thinking that, yeah. but I guess I'm not the only one. Yeah, it bugs me. So, next night on Raw, we I, Raw was all right. Yeah, um, I still hadn't got to watch it. I've read it, but yeah, it was it was an all right show. Nothing, 
you know, they're setting up Roadblock, which is that this week? No, next week. Okay. Thank God. Two two weeks. (laughs) Jeez. This is getting nuts with all these darn shows. But then we'll have a little bit of a break between that and Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. But then they're doing two pay-per-views in February. (sighs) Or it may not be February. It may be the way it falls and how WrestleMania is always like the first weekend in April. They don't really do much in March. It may be the first week of March. but I don't know. I think I am kind of getting over um, Sasha Banks and... um, Charlotte Flair. This uh, they're start I mean I know that's really the only two women on Raw, but it's getting kind of stale to me. It needs to end now. Yep. Now who I mean, who do they have that could uh, step up and take that role over? Fingers crossed. Emelina. Because she's going to be on Raw next week. Yeah, she's coming back. Oh, I know you're excited oh, about that one. <laughs> I'm watching Raw live. I don't care. I'll watch commercials. <laughs> Uh, big. We've got to see the return of the Big Show this week. Um, yeah. He, yeah, he got involved with uh, Seth Rollins' match. and He was supposed to have a match with Seth, Seth Rollins, Rollins. but because Kevin Owens set it up somehow. Yeah. He has power. Well, when you're the champion, you can do things. Yeah. John Cena, after a match in Memphis one time, booked uh, Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler in a street fight. Like, <laughs> okay, John Cena just came out there and said we're having this match, which – uh, s- s- big news with Cena this week. He is hosting SNL, SNL. For, the, for the very first time this Saturday. So that should be uh that's going to be interesting. I'll have to set the DVR to record it. Did you see the little teaser for it? Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> it shows you know he's like in the back hallway and they start playing his music and you know he busts through this curtain. You know you can't see me. And then he runs out to the stage. When he gets to the stage, he does his little slide in like it's the ring. And he's like, I'm here to take out everybody on the SNL cast. You know, I'm going to destroy everybody. And then he turns around to the camera and looks. He's like, except for Leslie Jones. That, that you know, that, that wasn't meant for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of my favorite SNL episodes is when The Rock hosted, cause, or the first time The Rock hosted. The first hosted. time, yeah. That, there are so many funny skits. Because um, there was a lot, bunch of wrestlers on the show, too, at the time. Triple H, Big Show, and yeah. uh, Mick Foley. Uh, but, like, one of the skits I loved from it was when he was the monkey's older brother or father yeah, or something with that chris was, Kattan. yep and the ladies man skit yeah wait a minute you, what's an Ab- alabama crab dangle anyway <laughs> it's like but nothing happened i just fell asleep on your couch yeah nothing yeah, happened, nothing happened. What, what, what are you talking about <laughs> so universe let's see Do-do-do. seth rollins versus big show uh, show grabbed Owens on the apron and hit a choke slam onto Owens in the ring. Show pointed at Owens and told Rollins he can do what he wants. Show just walked away. He seemed fine with losing by count out. The match went about six minutes. Jack Gallagher, uh, ja- Gala, Gallagher, excuse me, and Aria Davari had a match. I thought it was all right, but you know, uh, if they're gonna have two o five live, I think they need to get the cruiserweights off of Raw somehow. Yeah. I think that 205 should just be their Smackdown. show for, yeah. for for right now. Exactly. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Looks like Jericho and Owens are having a little spat. Yeah. You know, not looking strong, so. But apparently they've already announced, well, he announced that it's Seth Rollins versus Jericho at the pay-per-view. That'll be good. That'll be really good. That'll be, I'm really, yeah. Yeah, because I know later on in the show it was set up that Owens and, uh, Reigns will be fighting for the Universal title. Uh, let's see. We saw interaction between Enzo Cass and Rusev and Lana. And 
she like tried to seduce him or something well, and like she, tricked him into it and she, well it, it it's you know you're watching this and i know sometimes on uh, predictability you know can be a good thing right and in this situation it was all right because <laughs> i had flashbacks watching this as like man don't did, did you never see what happened with Dean Malenko and Lita? <laughs> this is the exact same thing. So then, big, uh, big Enzo, or big Enzo, yeah, big Enzo, Enzo, and Enzo shows <laughs> up at the hotel room, and boy, Lana, Lana was looking good. She always does. Had a little satin nightgown on, and then of course, you know, he's dropping to his skivvies, wearing some of the most ridiculous underwear <laughs> I think I've ever seen in my life. And what happens? Of course, Rusev shows up and destroys him yeah and the the look on dread on his face because he knew that you know is it, it was actually added up and it made me think like that's not really too pg what they did no it seems like they're getting a little bit edgier yeah, and they've been doing that over the years I yeah mean, it, so it's getting a little more and more you know maybe not just straight pg anymore which is awesome kevin owens and Sami Zayn had another great match and what do you expect that, from That's them? just the fallback that's, match. Yeah, it's like, we need time to fill and we need something good. And they kill it every time they get in a ring together. They're, you know, it, uh, it's like Kevin and Steen said in PWG, we're destined to do this forever. Yeah. And that's all I'll say about that. Every time they have a match, they kill it, and they did it yet again on Monday night. Uh, let's see. Saw Rusev and Jericho backstage, blah, 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 blah. Banks, Sasha Banks did a quick interview, and you know, Ric Flair came out after she won the title and celebrated with her, right. and that was a really interesting turn of events. You know, kind of, I, I was kind of liking Rick staying out of the picture now, right? So, uh, after that, we had another uh, cruiserweight match, and that was TJ Perkins, who has, still has the best entrance in wrestling. <laughs> Taking on Rich Swan, it was an all right match. Um, you know, like I said, I'm ready for cruiserweight. I think I don't know the cruiserweights have kind. Of, they're not doing the cruiserweights justice on Raw. Right. I think it's better for 205 Live. Uh, Alicia Fox versus Bailey, quick match, easy win for Bailey. Uh, do, 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 do. Mark Henry versus Titus O'Neil. <laughs> Wow. What's the... I mean... Yeah, like it just ended really fast. Yeah. Total squash match. But don't uh, even see the point in it. Yeah, I mean, it's... You know, you have Henry... Martin, Mark Henry... I'm sorry, you have Titus O'Neil backstage doing the dumbest shit, and you're going to have him get squashed and not get anything, and, you know... Yeah. Whatever. Uh, let's see. Reigns versus Jericho for the... U.S. United States Championship. Raymond's won by pinfall. About a 16-minute match. Uh, it, it, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Reigns and Jericho, you know, it's not the best chemistry I've ever seen, but, you know, Jericho. Uh, it, it's Jericho's, a Jericho match. Jericho can go with anybody. Yeah. He can make, he's like AJ Styles. He can make everyone look, anyone look like a hundred bucks. Uh, so, but Reigns is still your United States champion. Sh- and uh, that's when, um, yep, that's when they show uh, Rusev was supposed to have a match with Big Cass, and that's when the stuff yeah, went down yeah. at the hotel room with Lana looking like the smoke show. 
Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus Cesaro and Sheamus, and the winner gets a tag team match against New Day next week. Now, New Day breaks Demolition's record, I believe, next week. Yeah, I think they said they they tie it next week. I think on Monday. Oh yeah, I yeah, think. yeah. So the Tuesday they'll be tied. Yeah, so right. Hmm. What do you think? You you gotta wonder. I think they're gonna they're gonna break they're gonna have them. Break I mean, it, I so. think they'll have them break it since they've got them this close. I don't think they would take it from them now. I mean, just like they did with the whole Nikki Bella thing. You mm-hmm. know, once she got that, then she almost dropped it immediately. And it was a disqualification, which means it's going to look like a triple threat match against New Day, Gallows and Anderson, and Cesaro and Sheamus. Who do you think is going to win that? You, all right. If if they want them to get the, you know, the record, you know, New Day, but you would think that they would have. I mean, it would really put them over his heels too. If Gallows and Anderson won, you know they they take that title that before. accolade from them, you know. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's probably. That's I mean, that's what should happen. But they could throw a swerve and have Cesaro and Sheamus yeah. just take it from them. You know, and there <coughs> that I see that happening more than I see Gallows and Anderson. Why? Because Cesaro and Sheamus are two WWE made guys. Yep. Cesaro not so much as Sheamus, but these guys, you know. It just their back and forth is entertaining, right? And you see Gallows and Anderson, who we all know Vince really isn't behind, right? Creations that he didn't create himself, exactly. And I, what I want to see is Gallows and Anderson win the title. What I bet happens is Cesaro and Sheamus pull in the win, and then it wrote, I guess, will Roadblock be the week after that? Yeah, the Sunday after that, then they'll have probably have a rematch. At Roadblock. Have a, yeah, or this could end up in a big schmaz, and we get another triple threat. At Roadblock. At Roadblock, yeah. Hmm. <coughs> plenty of action there. Plenty of action. Finally, Charlotte and Sasha do a thing in a ring, and Rick comes out with Charlotte, and Charlotte brings him out, hugs him, and then slaps him, and then Sasha comes out and makes a save. And, you know, I'm glad the women ended the show, but to, to me, <coughs> it seems like you should have done the women first. Yeah. Have the triple threat or have the tag match. As the main event, because this wasn't really a match; it was just a segment yeah. in Raw. So, but then that set up their Iron Woman match for Roadblock. Yeah, Thirdly. yeah. Gr- hopefully, this this has to be the end of that feud. It has. You would hope to so, because be. I mean, you know, with the Rumble coming up, that usually starts new feuds. Let's hope. Let's hope. Maybe we get a first ever women's Rumble. That'd be sweet. Is there are there, are there is there even enough women in the? I mean, it feud? would only be like twelve, probably. 15 maybe uh smackdown uh, i haven't i'm not gonna lie i didn't even get a chance to watch it yet nah, so i haven't either had a game last night so yeah we'll we'll, we'll talk we'll tr- try to catch up on smackdown next week um they did uh did you hear about the lawler and lita yeah let's talk about that wwe is taking <clears throat> lawler and lita off the pre-shows and pretty much the only time you'll see Lawler now is, Appear- uh, I mean, they have him on a Legends deal now, where right. it's pretty much just appearances. You know, you'll see him at. He'll still probably be the host of the. Um, yeah, he still hosts a Hall of Fame. Yeah, he'll do that and some small appearances, but that you know, as a Memphian and a longtime yeah. Lawler fan, it's kind of depressing to me. 
And apparently they've shortened the pre-shows too. I mean, like down to like ten minutes. Yeah, and you got Booker T on there, and Booker T hates the product <laughs> right now. And there's the dog going crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, that you know that's and uh, it's sad to see Lita go too. I thought she was doing all right on this pro show. These and pro they're saying pre-shows. like she's done with the company. Wow, like she's just that's gone a, right that's, now. That's that sucks. That sucks. So is who's going to still be on the pre-show? Uh, Renee Young. No, apparently it's. Uh, Hold on, I had it. They're here. not even gonna have Renee Young on these. No, it's like it's Booker T and like some other dude that I didn't. And even they're gonna bring the in some guest hosts, I guess. Probably every, every yeah, so but often. I mean, it's only like ten minutes, and it's more of like a you know this past week on Raw. Uh, you know, so basically they're doing our podcast. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah, they're they're taking that from us. That's what WWE you now. Thanks, I, t- I told you they were listening. Thanks WWE. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah, they're in Memphis. We're taking that out on Lawler. Let's do some. Let's go do some more news here. Linda McMahon is now going to be on Trump's cabinet. Yeah, as the small business administrator, which you know she's helped run the WWE all those years, so she has experience running yeah. business. So, we'll see how it works out. Uh, something else that happened over the week. Uh, Nakamura regained the title. Yes, NXT title. In NXT, it was in Osaka, wasn't it? Yeah, it and, was uh, in Japan. That's that's insane. You know, that's a, a title I've, like that going over on Samoa Joe, not on the network. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a quick turnaround, that's, too. That's ballsy, but it makes sense because <clears throat> get those chi- fans over in China and Asia. In Japan, yeah. In Japan, get them excited for their product. Mm-hmm. And what better way to do it than have the hometown hero, Nakamura, take the title back at just a house show. You and know? then apparently they've already taped, you know, the next couple weeks of NXT and they're like, Samoa Joe has not been on the shows and they're already doing other matches to set up, you know, a new number one contender. So they're saying Joe will be on the main roster anywhere between now and the rumble. Like they said the rumble would be the latest that he shows up. Who showing up at Samoa the rumble? Joe. Uh, oh man. They, Samoa Joe. Yeah. And we may get Balor back <clears throat> yeah. in the rumble, but I think he's, they're looking more at him for a WrestleMania return. Right. So, but they are saying it, it's almost guaranteed now that Samoa Joe's, you know, going to oh. be on the main roster, but they don't even know which show yet. Well, I wonder. I still wonder how they're going to do the Rumble this year. If they're going to go back to whoever wins, it gets to pick what title they go after, or if it's determined by what show you're yeah, on. Yeah, right. So it's going to be interesting to see in the next few months what's going on with that. But I'm I'm curious now because they did say they are bringing back Elimination Chamber in February, and right now they're saying it's. Uh, at first, they were saying it was going to be SmackDown, but now there's they're saying it's going to be Raw. And typically, the way it works is, you know, it worked in the past with the brand splits. You know, somebody wins the Rumble, and then whoever wins, you know, they they choose which title they're going for. And then mm-hmm. when Elimination Chamber came around, that decided who was going for the other title at WrestleMania. So that could be a spoiler in itself that somebody from SmackDown is going to win the Rumble, if Elimination Chamber is actually a Raw pay-per-view hmm. <sighs> who knows who knows i mean we got we still have roadblock to get through and then finally finally starting to build up for the rumble my yeah. favorite pay-per-view of the year you know it's not the biggest one but it's my personal favorite for the year um let's see it's always fun watching the rumble and just the countdowns like who's next who's next yep oh it's that guy it's okay all- okay 
all right, we've got Undertaker left, and and then, you know, once it gets down to the final like five or seven, you're just thinking in your head who hasn't come out yet, who know who you know is coming out. You know, what's even better when you're playing a Royal Rumble <laughs> on the multi-tap on PlayStation Two, and you have two guys that play the game a lot at home. <laughs> A lot. And they may have someone, let's say, back in those days, it may have been somebody like Rey Mysterio. <laughs> and out comes, oh, man, finally, I get Kane. <laughs> oh, man, fuck you, Derek. <laughs> All right, I got Stone Cold. I'm over the top. <laughs> man, I knew. I just knew the trick. I knew that little trick. You get, had that timing. I, I, I nailed it every time. Me and, me and my cousin Ted, dude, we used to play the shit out of it. You know how many hours of sleep did we lose doing rumbles and the hardcore matches? You remember the the shit we do? Yeah, it was timed. Yeah, whoever had it at oh, the end. And then we would always try running around just getting away from everybody. <laughs> exactly. But that never worked either. Uh, we do tournaments and stuff. Man, I, they remember having to, Kennedy come over for those? Yep, yep. Uh, he, oh, dude, he loved those. <laughs> he loved the multi tap. So much fun. I miss. They need to bring those style of gaming back. Right. WWE Two K is all right, but I prefer the the old. Um, the old SmackDown versus yeah. Raw. Well, let's take a quick break, and we will be right back. This is the Oversell Podcast. Welcome back to the Oversell Podcast. Yeah, baby. Yeah, coming at you, <laughs> baby, from Oversell Studios. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Oversell Podcast. It's We're going to do a quick little uh, trivia question now. Uh, Mike. Yes. I have a list here from complex.com. Um, it is we'll do the top 10 it top 10 greatest finishing moves in pro wrestling history. The top 10 it's a, actually a list of 25 but we're only going to do the top 10. Okay. Now is this in pro wrestling history or is this That's like what just it says. WWE? It or? says the 25 greatest finishing moves in pro wrestling history. Okay. Stunner. Stone Cold yet? Stunner is number one on the okay. list. You figured it would have to be. Uh, Tombstone. Number three on the list. Okay. Any sort of the power bomb. Number four on the list is the jackknife okay, the power jackknife. bomb okay. from Kevin Nash. Okay. Uh, the figure four. Let's see, figure four rest. Uh, figure four leg lock is not on the list. Okay. Got my Steve Weiser right here. <laughs> RKO. Not on the list. Okay. Does it say when this list was out? Like. Uh yeah, but I'd have to scroll all the way to the top. Okay. Okay. Oh, hold on, I can get that for you. Um. Do, 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 do. Oh, this is actually from July twenty fourth of twenty fourteen. Okay. All right. So I'm going to give you a hint. All the moves in the top ten are pretty much WWE guys' moves, except for one of them. Okay. Uh. Rock bottom. Rock bottom is not on the top ten. I think it was like twenty fifth. Okay. People's elbow. Twenty. It wasn't in the top ten. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. I hope it's not the Hogan leg drop. Nope, okay. not on the top ten. Thank you. <laughs> Choke slam. Nope. 
Not in the top ten, at least. Okay. Uh. Dog is going nuts over this trivia question. Five star frog splash. Nope. Or any not, frog splash. Not in the top ten. Wow. Sweet chin music. Number super cake, however you want. Sweet chin music is number nine on the list. Okay. Mm. The DDT. Not on the list, unfortunately. Is that back when it was in when the DDT first came? That was the yeah. most devastating move ever. Now it's just another move. It's just a move. Yeah, it's not. It's not a finisher by any means. Uh. He said they're mostly WWE guys. Yeah, all but one. Pretty much all but one are WWE moves. Uh, 450. Nope. I'm going to give you five more guesses. <laughs> okay. Um. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of moves that it could be. Number three, you should get easily. Oh, this is horrible. Come on, you should know number three. All right, Spear. Nope. Okay. Four more left. <coughs> the walls. Unfortunately, not <laughs> a list. Three li- three's left. Pedigree. Uh, y- Number five on the list. Okay. Two more guesses. I can't believe the figure four wasn't on there. Yeah, that's pretty pretty that's crazy. You, I, I honestly, I don't think you'll ever get number two. Mm. But number three, you should know. All right. Uh, F five. That is number ten on the list. One. Wow. You, you okay. got one more guess <coughs> to okay. get all all of them. The cross face. Nope, not on the lit- not on the top ten. So, uh, it's actually a pretty interesting list. Number one you got was the Stone Cold Stunner. Right. Number two was a Canadian Destroyer. I was thinking of saying that one, but number three, the Tombstone Piledriver. You should. Okay, got- you know, I said that one. You did say that. Yeah, one? that was that was the second one I said. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, we did say okay. Yeah, I said Tombstone. Three, four, three Tombstone, four Jackknife Powerbomb, five. Pedigree six was the jackhammer. Okay. Seven was the brain buster. Okay. Eight was the six one nine. <laughs> nine sweet chin music and ten was the F five. Some highlights through this list: you had the tornado DDT at eleven, a diamond cutter at twelve, an RKO at thirteen, but same damn thing. Yeah. Cattle mutilation. That was one of Daniel Bryan's submissions. The corkscrew shooting star press from Neville. Five-star frog splash was 16. See if you nailed. Figure four leg lock was 18. The razor's edge was 19. Nice. Sharpshooter at 20. Styles clash was at 21. Hmm. The go to sleep, 22. Kill switch was 23. Kill switch made the list. That's really interesting. Attitude adjustment was on this list, and that's not really a very big finisher. I was going to say it because, I, I, I mean, I figured it would be in the top 25 just because it's Cena. 
And then 25 was the rock bottom slash people's elbow. Before we get into a wrestling, uh, Memphis wrestling moment, what else did you want to get into? Uh, Well, I had this other random list, but it's hard to scroll on here because it's not scrolling. But, you know, we talk a lot about comics and stuff, and I came across this list. It's 11 biggest WTF things that the Hulk has done in the comics. Can I guess one of them? Sure. There was a time, I think it was during the Planet Hulk series, where he put obedient discs on heroes and stuff and made them fight. Not to the death, because that, you know, then... Yeah, that's not on this list. Oh, okay. <laughs> to me, that's a pretty WTF thing. No, I'm just going to go through these pretty quick because, okay. I mean, I didn't know about most of these. Um, She-Hulk mm-hmm. is his cousin. Mm-hmm. At some point, he had an incestuous relationship with her. Gross. Like, he wanted her, but she was like, no, dude, you know, stay back. Hmm. And that was in, like, one universe. But then, like, in another verse, there was apparently... He did that, and then there was like all these little. Uh, <laughs> they actually have it listed as hillbilly hulklings running oh around. God, and this is from ScreenRant.com that I found this. Uh, <laughs> number ten, he played minor league baseball disguised in blackface. <laughs> the Hulk. Jeez, <laughs> Stan Lee, what are you doing? And I was in Incredible Hulk number four thirty-five, aptly titled "The Unnatural." Number nine, he got beat by Batman with a kick to the stomach. Huh. Batman kicked him in the stomach, and he was like, yeah, if I knock the wind out of him, he can't do anything. And he did it. Huh. I, that's, <laughs> let me, so, quick sidebar. We're going on a little nerd talk. Is Batman a superhero to you? Yeah. I agree. I agree. Fully is. He, only a superhero, because we've had this, I've had this discussion with many friends, and they think that, you know, Batman doesn't have superpowers, so he's not a superhero. He's just a hero. He's just a vigilante, and I disagree. I think he has um, the conditioning and uh, IQ well over a normal human. I mean, even track le- track athletes aren't as in shape as Batman was. Right. And only a superhero can defeat supervillains. That's that was the and point. And you I know was what? Gonna I'm going to add this to the argument. Um, if he fights Batman, he is a better fighter. Oh yeah. Than Batman. Batman just ha- Batman is not a good fighter. He just has super strength, which we saw. Whole, you, yeah, or yeah. What? I, well, I'm talking about Superman. Superman. Too. Okay. So, you know, uh, that's my thoughts on it. Yeah. If you can beat up Superman in a fight, you're Batman can beat up anybody. Yeah, exactly. That's all it takes. I agree. Yeah. Uh, number eight, he <laughs> in kind of line with this, Hulk. He beat up his friends with a statue they made in his honor. Dang. Yeah. That's not nice. <laughs> it actually says something like uh, they built him a 10-ton adamantium statue of himself because he hadn't killed any innocent people in a while. Oh. And they put it up in Central Central Park, and then a few issues later, Holt goes on a rampage and beats the shit out of Thor with that adamantium 10-ton statue. Huh. Number seven, he pretended he pretended to be the voice of God to trick Abomination into not getting back with his ex-wife. All right. <laughs> this is just wacky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, six. This is this is where it gets crazy. Oh, this is where it gets crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Have you heard of uh, Umar? No. Uh, she's a higher dimensional being born from pure magic and Dormammu's sister. Okay. Okay. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Yeah. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. And this was in Defenders number three. Apparently, she... It says here, turns the strongest one there is into her own personal sex slave. And this is listed as number six. He leaves Umar sexually unsatisfied. Uh-oh. Yeah. And they've actually got like a picture from the comics. And her first line is just like the rest of them, six minutes, and they're out like a light. Dang. Yeah. So Hulk couldn't, hmm. he couldn't hold it up. Number five. He crashes a spring garden party in a PBS comic. A P- uh, oh, public broadcasting? Yeah. Huh. Okay. It was in the 70s, Super Spidey Stories, where comic tie-ins. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's just weird. And something about... Just a little sidebar of that. During the, the, super, the Spidey Super Stories, one delightful episode had Spidey stopping Dracula Morgan Freeman. Okay. <laughs> All right. Number four. He fought a mall Santa in front of children. I don't even want to discuss that. Number three? But apparently it was Rhino dressed up as Santa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, how did... Never mind. <laughs> I guess we'd have to read those. Uh, you got Marvel Unlimited out there, so you could probably find some of these. Yeah. Number three. He killed a group of disco skaters because some kids wanted to host his fruit pies. It was a little hostess ad. This wasn't actually like in the comics. I mean, it was drawn up like one, but apparently these kids were, these teenagers were hoarding all the hostess fruit pies and Hulk killed them and gave the the kids the, the pies. Pretty brutal. Yeah. I can't wait to see what number one is on this <laughs> list because it's got to be crazy. And if it scrolls, I'll be able to tell you, but it's kind of frozen right now, which sucks. He had a match. He had a match against Hulk Hogan, didn't he? Probably. <laughs> <coughs> Refreshing now for some dead air. Dead air. To dance. To dance. I can edit this stuff out. Yeah. Because now it's having to reload the page. Because because my, inter- my internet sucks. Actually, I really think it's just this laptop. Okay. I went cheap and I got cheap. What is it? How many was it? Eleven. Eleven. Things Hulk. Let's see if I can get it up. It's reloading, but at least it started me down here at three. <coughs> Come on. Okay, almost there. <laughs> so he killed a group of disco skaters <coughs> because some kids wanted Hostess fruit pies. Yeah. And you can tell it's straight up just a little, they've got the picture of it, you know, now street safe and quiet. And then the kids are yelling, you know, yay, now we can get all the hostess root buys we want. And then it's obviously just an ad for it, you know, apple, cherry, peach. That's great crust. Yeah, I never did like those hostess <coughs> snack cakes. Yeah, I didn't either. Now those hostess little cupcakes. Dude, Christmas tree cakes. Yeah. Zebra cakes. Star Crunch. 
fudge rounds. Fudge it rounds. Won't go past that. Okay. Well, I got it up here. Okay. Number two, Bruce Banner gets assaulted in a YMCA shower. Yeah. Whoa. Like, yeah. <laughs> Good old Bruce Banner. Fortunately, escapes, but the psychological. Uh, yeah. 70s were crazy. Yeah. I mean, the whole drop the soap thing. It's <laughs> what they were going for in comics. Number one, he ate Wolverine. Yeah. If you can read that, read read what it says. Hulk has been responsible for some of the worst things to happen in Wolverine, like when he ripped Canada's greatest hero clean in half, the most horrifying WTF moment in a return to old man Logan. See, Wolverine goes through a lot, including the Hulk. After having his wife brutally murdered by the Hulk hillbilly gang. The ones I was talking about earlier that apparently he had after, you know, with She-Hulk. Logan comes out of retirement to exact revenge by slaughtering pretty much all of Hulk's unnatural kin. When he finally gets to the big guy, things don't go smoothly, ending with old Jade Jaws making a meal of the former X-Men member. Wolverine gets the last word that when he regenerates inside the Hulk's belly and slashes his way through the monster's innards before busting out his back. All this grotesque, grotesquerie, is that how you say that? Yeah, I think they made up that word, but yeah. May have been part of the alternate universe, but it doesn't make Hulk cannibal chomping any less awful. And Hulk kind of looks really, you could tell this is just a messed up comic because that's the weirdest looking Hulk I yeah, think I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, he looks, he looks zombified. Yeah. Ugh. Crazy. But yeah, that... He went from getting almost gang raped to eating Wolverine. You want to do a Memphis wrestling moment? Yeah, I have one of those pulled up. Yay! Dun, dun, dun. <coughs> oh shit, my phone died, so I can't pull any uh, music. December eighth, nineteen eighty, Coliseum. First match, Carl Fergie versus Gypsy Joe, Robert Gibson versus Dr. Bill Irwin, The Angel versus Sonny King, first round of Southern Heavyweight Title Tournament, Tony Charles versus Bobby Eaton with Jimmy Hart, Southern Tag Team Title Match, Ken Lucas and Rick Morton versus Guy Mitchell and Roger Kirby, Main Event, Return Grudge Match. It's like Tommy Rio, Tommy Rich. That's what it said. No, I'm just <laughs> laughing because I couldn't do, do that music anymore. Yeah. Main event, return grudge match, Tommy Rich and Coco Ware versus Jimmy Valiant and Tojo Yamamoto. Ooh, mercy, daddy. <laughs> I was waiting for it. And last night's wrestling at the Mid-South Coliseum, Carl Fergie defeated Gypsy Joe. Robert Gibson defeated Bill Irwin. Sonny King won by disqualification over the Angel. Bobby Eaton defeated Tony Charles. Guy Mitchell and Roger Kirby posted disqualification win over Rick Morton and Bill Dundee in the Southern Tag Team title match. And Jimmy Valiant, Tojo Yamamoto, won by disqualification over Tommy Rich and Coco Ware. The crowd was estimated at 3,100. Wow. A lot of people. A lot of people. In 1980. Classic. Year before I was born. As was I. That was like four months before I was born. Three, three to four. Well, I don't really have anything else to talk about this week. Uh, next week. Yeah, I don't either. Next week, we'll <laughs> be getting ready for uh, the Roadblock. The next pay-per-view. Oh, Jesus. Again. Hey. Um, and we got to start talking a little bit about Lucha Underground more because Paul oh. London's in there now and he's really scary. Hopefully I can start watching it yes. more. Yes, yes. Well, as we like to end every episode, we like to do Superstar of the Week. So, <coughs> Mike, I ask you, who is your Superstar of the Week? I had to throw something. A L- little different there. Yeah, 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 I liked it. 
That sounded like the Hulk eating Wolverine oh God. saying it. Oh, God. Yeah. Is that going to be our new joke now? <laughs> yes. That, that's how we're going. Easy, easy this week. Alexa Bliss. Okay. I like it. Bray Wyatt for me. Winning his first title. Winning his first big, big title. Um, and, when, you know, Alexa Bliss, her big first big yeah. title win. And, you know, she it's it, 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 they're, they're, they are giving the people what they want, but yet they're also, you know, rewarding people that I think have earned it. Right. Alexa Bliss has earned it. Absolutely. Well, that's going to be it for this week. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for downloading. The easiest way to get to this podcast is to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Just give us a click subscribe. If you go through iTunes, leave us a quick review and five stars that helps our rating inside iTunes so we can get more exposure. Also, be sure if you like what we do, retweet, share it, favorite it, like it, whatever it is. Send us suggestions. Send, yeah, send us suggestions. Twitter at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. But that's it for this week. You've been listening to the Oversell Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah,